go a little wider. Prince Ball back for Marshall. The footwork, the footwork. Benji Marshall. Now with speed. The footwork again. Away from Pichy. Passes without looking. Away for Richard. Back to Fitzhenry. That is as good as you will see. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to the round 23 edition of the Supercoast Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan. After a terrible week, I am out of my head-to-head, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, I'm only really here for the eye candy. Um, so you've got to have some kind of eye candy here. Speaking of eye candy, our special guest this week uh, has eyes and loves candy. Uh, Adrian Soros Rector, how are you going? Mate, I'm good. Um, I am alive in a lot of my comps, and I'm a cash east player. I'm a head-to-head player who mm. is trying to have his cake and eat it too, because I'm doing pretty well in the overall as well. I've uh, I've cracked into the top two. I know I'm in 180 or something, I think. And um, I'm still alive in seven head-to-heads. Um, so it's all happening you know, for me. But I get your feeling when your season's sort of over. And, yeah, and in the last couple of weeks, you're just like, oh, I can't even get into it anymore if you're, if you're not in, in any. Yeah, I've got trades left and everything. And there's no bloody point in using them. So but <laughs> to be honest, though, I had such a really terrible year. And I really started focusing on my head-to-head way too late. Um, but I managed to get in. I had no right to be in the finals. I was, like I said, I was ranked 39 to 40,000 most of the year. And I came back and had to win seven in a row to make the finals, which I did. And yeah, but I had no right to be there in the first place. So I can't really get too upset. I made it first number I thought I was going to make. So, yep. You take what you can. That's it, mate. That's it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the nudie run. So that's always good. So, um, all right, so um, as usual, we have Glenn, our official Tragics dance captain. Um, welcome back, Glenn. How'd you go last week? Uh, I won 1,188. It was sort of par. I had a par week, I guess you could call it. I, uh, I managed to go up about 300 places, but when you're at 8K, it doesn't really matter much, does it? I, I am actually in a couple of head-to-head finals. Don't ask me how. I've also mm-hmm. been knocked out of any ones that really matter to me, uh, the ones mm-hmm. that are actually good players. <laughs> So, uh, lucky no one's watching this, mate. So, the, the ones that you are playing against aren't going to take this offense, offensive or anything. So. Oh, my son's coach, Ben's um, out there. I'll see you next week in the final, mate. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I got 11 23 last week. Um, every decision I made pretty much was based on what my opponent was doing. And I've been getting along pretty nicely with all my pods. But unfortunately, all my good pods that I had, he had the same pods. So I was like the Cam Murray that um, he had, he had uh, well, Cody Walker, all these little pods that were doing really well. And I just, all my, I looked at my non-common players and he just had a much, I knew as soon as I saw his team, I'm like, I'm not going to win this. It was just a quality team he had. So, but I met, I did pretty well considering where I was. So um, enough talking about me. Let's get into the trade-ins and trade-outs of the week and market watch. So we'll start with you, Adis. Um First, most traded in player this week, mate, is uh, Cam Murray. I, I like this one. Your thoughts? Yeah, I do like it. Um, I think people, uh, he, he is, the draw doesn't matter to him, does it? And he's been hitting his straps. When I was looking at him a few weeks back, sort of right out of origin, because he you know, come straight off an injury, he was doing 50s and 60s. And I was like, he will start up again, you know, come you know, the end of the year and finals, and he's been fantastic. I think people um, are moving on some of the dead weight or they're fin- getting those final team plays, and I think he'll do well every week now f- till the end, and I think it's a good trade. 
and I think with the Penrith game this week, they're a tough team, but they're also a depleted team at the moment as well. And having that tough, uh, that's, that's the kind of that's perfect storm for Murray. Having that tough team that has some weaknesses because Murray's great at exposing those weaknesses in the middle. So I think Murray's in for another big score this week as well. So I, I really like, I've got him in my team and I've had him for the last three weeks now and he's been killing it for me every week. So I'm bloody happy with him. Um, all right, we'll move on to number two, Glenn. Uh, Joseph Sawali, number two traded this week, mate. Good matchup yeah, this week, so I like it. Yeah, I love it, mate. I mean, it's a short-term tick. So, I mean, the two matchups after from memory are Penrith and the Storm. So, they've got a pretty hard run after that. But, I mean, I've got a few bets on this week on Sawali. I'm actually pretty dirty on Sawali. A couple of rounds ago, I swapped out Sawali instead of Talakai. And, um, and every round, mm. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, this was the matchup that I had Talakai for. This was the matchup this week. And, uh, mm. yeah, and that didn't work. But, yeah, it's a good trade, guys. I think anything from the Roosters like Manu, Tupou, or Suwali are all really nice trades. Yeah, I think um, I, I, if you're for, for a head-to-head player especially, I really like the Suwali trade because even though they have a bad run after this game, some people have that. You have to, It's a do-or-die match this week. Um, so having this pod that will be in your team, hopefully, and, get a good score for you. It might be the actually play that wins the game for you. So yeah. If you if you're up against someone who's got Suwali this week, you'll be nervous because oh, yeah. it's a matchup where you can see him getting multiple tries. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, move on to number three most traded in. Um sure this will change, but um Isaac Thompson for the Rabbitohs, Ados, um that's a, he's not even playing this week. Yeah, it's a bit perplexing to me. I think maybe people made the trade before, you know, seeing that he was out. Um, you could enough now, technically, if people are doing those Cam Murray type moves. I just don't know if he's the one you'd use, really. Um, mm. You could get a player that's got a bit more movability. So it's a bit of an odd one for me. Yeah. The you know, only reason I can think this could be a decent, like the only reason people are doing this probably is because nothing out, I don't think, is the way to go this year. We need to have some depth. And um, if he does play, he'll be playing a full game or he's not playing at all yeah. as well. So he could be there if, say, Graham goes down or whatever again when he comes back and he's another replacement there for him. So it could be an option, but I don't like it at all. I'm just trying to think of a positive thing here for that trade, but I don't see it at all. And just something Ado said, which I think is important, is if you are going to naff, look for a duel. You know, yeah. look for somebody that you can move up and down because, I mean, at this time of the year, having that uh, flexibility is so vital. Yeah, someone like that, uh, Shannon Harris from the Panthers, perfect uh, non-playing uh, enough that's dual center wing second row. So, all right, number four, we'll move on to you, Glenn. Um, Ruben Cotter, number one most traded, uh, number four most traded this week, mate. Yeah, I like it. I mean, look, at, at halftime, I think he was on 50 and it was all in base. I mean, you can't debate yeah. that, can you? I mean, the guy's a machine. What yeah. did he end up on? Was it 66 he ended up on? Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. That'll happen. That's the thing. Yeah. But, I mean, the matchup's nice for him against the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors have a nice pack in the middle, and they, they did turn up last week. But I still think the Cowboys will have the Warriors number, and, you know, anyone in that side could get points. Robson's very good the way he moves up the middle, which could put Cotter in. So, Yeah, I like it. I think I'm actually looking to bring in Cotter this week because I've got McInnes as well still. So having that uh, interchangeability is really handy for me. So Nice. All right, number five, most traded in player this week, Ados um, Tarpany. Thoughts on that one, mate? Yeah, uh, it's a weird one for me. Um, I've got people who are sort of saying, I don't even feel confident playing Tarpany and I'm an owner because he's the last game of the week 
if you make the move, let's say you've got a trade out a player who plays in one of the earlier games and you're trading him to Tuppity, you'd be mighty miffed if he misses um, being the last game of the round. Um, and I don't know if he's going to be lightly di- diminished. You know, the ribs, we've seen other yeah. players come back from it and, and they can be copper hit 15 minutes in. And then, you know, if you get that hit in that spot, they're off for the rest of the game. And I think that's why owners are a bit nervous about not locking in a safe 60 earlier in the round because one hit and Tuppany could be down, you know, for the rest of the game. So I wouldn't be trading him. I know that in the front row, there's not a lot of options, but to me, I'd be, if I've got a jewel, I'm going to get him out and get a Cam Murray or a Sean Lane instead. I think they offer more um, as an option now than Tuppany under the injury cloud and particularly being the last game. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if, if you had, say, like a Max King, who's a jewel as well, you could always interchange them up top. And, and I'd play Max King this week, depending on what happens, obviously, with the Bulldogs lineup at the moment with uh, Thompson coming back. So, but yeah, I, I just think um, it's definitely, if you're going to have three categories, buy, hold, sell, he's a hold. I don't think he's a buy at all. And you definitely want to be looking at ceiling. And I mean, at least Lane and Murray offer you that ceiling. I don't believe Tarpany does. No. All righty. Number six, most traded in Glenn. Alex Johnson, big ceiling up against the Panthers. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I actually don't like it. Look, I get it. Um, you know, they play to the left so, uh, so often and they're so strong on that side. And the chances are he probably will cross uh, for a try. But even with a try, you know, he probably, you know, doesn't go much over 60 or 70. I, I just think that's better this round, you know, with your Soalis, Manus, Tupos and co. I, I'd be looking there. Just my opinion. And you've you got like Val Holmes as well. It was a good matchup this week. Similar yeah, price. Yeah. 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 There was a time for AJ and he, and he has been amazing. Like, you look at his last five scores. Yeah, there was a 55 and a 60 in there. The rest is 80s, 90s. Because he goes over for multiple tries. I can't see multiple tries. It's not to say that it won't happen, but the more likelihood up against a good defensive unit like the Panthers, even though they've got a few players out, could be a try. And mm. if that's the case, he'll be 50. Um, And, and they've got a hard draw home. So I think you go, Asuali, if you were looking for someone for this week, who's got hard games afterwards, he's kind of got at least one good game in there for multiple tries. And Val has a ripping matchup this week, you know, and you could even think of him as a VC option. So I think there's better options. Yeah, 100% agree. All right, move on to number seven, most traded in player, Um, Adrian. So David Fafita, frustrating guy to watch. Oh, mate, I'm a Dave Fafita owner, and I reckon it's absolute bloody madness to bring him in. Um, <laughs> last week, he did he, he he did a vintage David Fafita run, yes, um, and he finished 70s. There's no hundreds in Dave this year. I mean, this is not the worst matchup by any stretch, and he could turn up, but trust, you ask any, if you're thinking of trading in David Fafita, ask any person you know who plays Supercoach who owns Fafita whether they think it's a good idea. He just doesn't get the ball. He runs as a decoy. The try on the weekend, he had to do it from the halfway and do it all himself. Um, but there's just no ball. They've got no play that includes Fafita, unfortunately. So it was a lucky th- I mean, it won me a $200 cashy last week. I was losing badly until Dave went on that run. And he, when he scored it, I went up by 40. And I was like, I've got you, Bron. Um, and, and I was happy that it happened. But, you know, he's, he's too unpredictable and w- what you can predict is that he's not going to get enough ball. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And the fact that um, 
if he doesn't get that one try that he got last week, he's on 30 points, 35 points. Yeah, yeah. and you look, at his base, yeah, you look at his base in that game. If you don't mm. get a try, you are in dire straits. So yeah. I, I can't get around a day for feeder trading this week. Yeah, I agree too. Uh, especially with their dire straits of trades at the moment. I, I, I've got two left, but like, that's, that's a lot. A lot, of, a lot of people haven't got any at all. And the people who've got very little trades are bringing in this risky person to bring in. So I don't know. It's scary. Yeah. Someone like Murray is a bait. He gets you 70. And if he gets a try, it's 100. Yeah, you know, yeah. you want one of those ones or Lane who's getting 70s every game and, and has a potential. It's not a bad matchup for the Eels this week either that he could jag mm. a try. You yeah. just want somebody who, if they don't score a try, they're still 60, 70, not 30, 40. And, mm. and that's what the feeder is. Yeah, I agree. That's it. All right, number eight, most traded in player this week, Glenn. Ruben Garrick is on a bit of a roll at the moment. He's pretty safe. Yeah, his numbers are safe, but I, I don't like what I saw from Manly last week, and I don't see that improving. Mm. But look, I, I, I wouldn't talk someone out of Garrick. He he does run a lot. I mean, I, I'd rather buy a Garrick than I would have a feeder, I guess, if I was going to do it based on his goal kicking. It's his plus power that I, yeah, so I don't hate that trade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's one of the elite top four, at least yeah. in the center wing position. I think he's the same, same kind of consideration as Murray. People are finalizing their team, get the best wingers in. But yeah. I would say to them, if you don't own Holmes, Suwali, or even Tupo, I'd look that that's where I'd personally be looking. I, I personally mm. Holmes. I think the matchups are, are good. Um, you know, he gets good delivery and, and he's a goal kicker as well. But I, yeah. I don't hate Garrick. I own Garrick, so I own him too, but would you buy him ahead of a Manu or a Val this week? Probably not. I'd probably buy him ahead of Tupu or someone like that. He, he's, he gets involved, but there are worrying times for Manly. They were awful last week. Doesn't mean they can't bounce back. And I'll still play. I'll still play Garrick happily. But yeah. again, if you want to win your head to head this week, I think you'd be better off with a Sawali, a Val, or a Manu if you don't own. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number nine, most traded in player this week, Adrian uh, Munster. No arguments here. Absolutely not. I can't believe that people don't own Munster. I think it's a bit of ducks and drakes from uh, Bellyache that he's been named at six. I think I think with Hughes back, it's even more likely that Munster will be playing fullback. So if Munster plays fullback and you don't have him, get him in yeah. because he is an absolute weapon at fullback. Yeah. Definitely. I think he wanted to. He's been calling out to play there. So looking good. <laughs> yeah. Well, get him in then, lads. <laughs> That's it. Um, all right. Final <laughs> on the list. Number 10, most traded in player this week. I think it's just due to how much he's worth. And that's Joey Manu, Glenn. Yeah, well, I, no one's going to talk out of Manu, especially versus the Tigers. I'm a Tigers fan. And let me tell you that um, I, I've got Manu in a multi this week and I've got Suwali in a multi this week because I... I need to, I don't own either. I sold to Ali, as I told you, and to lessen the pain, I can at least get a bit of coin out of it. Yeah. He's due too. If you could say that about Manu getting 50s, he's due for a big one, I think. And I mean, who who is he up against? He's up against, um, what's his name? Who's been filling in for? Oh, you know, I can tell you everything about the Tigers and this is one season where I've actually given up caring, but I'll have a look for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they've got Naden, Tahoe, Kapoa. So about against Naden and Kapoa, right? 
Yeah, I think I think Manu could be the captain this week. Oh, yeah, you could go Teddy, but it's Manu is is a good trade in for this week. Yeah, uh, Mamalo at a B and 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 um Toa. Sorry, I've got the wrong side. Yeah, but Martin, right. having said that, Manu comes on at both sides, and the Tigers leak horribly on the right side. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, that's it for the trade into the week. Let's start with the trade outs. Um, there's rumours that apparently I'm just hearing now that May's playing. Uh, number one, my trade that is Tyler May. Um, if he's playing, would you be trading him out, Glenn? No, I wouldn't, and that's not because of this matchup. It's because of the next one versus the Warriors. I yeah. think that, I mean, even if you win your head to head this week, you got the final next week. And um, versus the Warriors, you, you definitely want to own Tyron, uh, May, Tyron May. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He, he hasn't been going great. Let's be honest. He's been shit. And I haven't yeah. played him in ages. But next week, I will play him in the final of your head-to-heads. If you if you say sell him this week and you you make it to your head-to-head finals and you're up against someone who has May, he could be on for three tries against the Warriors who have packed up and done for the season. They're going to have two games on the road, so they're away to the Penrith Panthers next week. I think May is a good play. Um, and I don't think we all have the luxury of trades to be trading out players who are going to be playing the Warriors next week. Surely you've got another. I'd sell Talakai before I'd sell May. Yeah. yeah. Although Talakai's got a pretty nice matchup if he's back next week and in around 25 as well. But sell someone else. I'd sell Max King even. You know, like um, you know, if Thompson comes back into that team, you know, maybe the minutes start to go down to 40 just keep yourself thinking about your head-to-head finals and the, and the matchups for the last two weeks. Yeah. Thank you. Think, think ahead. Yeah. Um, all right. Go to you, Adrian. Number two most traded out this week is Talakai, you mentioned earlier. Um, I, I'm, he's extremely frustrating at the moment. He's all these good matchups and just not really coming through. Is it the Sharks or is it him? Well, it's it's the Sharks and him a bit. He's been injured. Um, mm. They've come out. You know, he had a shoulder right around from origin. You know, so he's he's been hampered, I think, which mm. means we haven't seen the best that he's capable of. He's work rate-wise. But they don't get the ball out to him. And that's, and you can see that on that edge with Mulatalo as well. They're having to go look for their work themselves because the ball's not getting out to them. I think that William Kennedy is more of a loss than you know, people realize because yeah. Ed Moylan obviously as well for getting the ball out. Oh, I think I can play Mulatalo this week because I think with Moylan in the team, there could be a cutout to, um, you know, Mulatalo on the wing. Um, and Talakai, you know, the mat- next two matchups are okay. I've only got one trade left, so I'm not selling May and I'm not selling Talakai, but you sell away if it means you can get it a Sawali this week because the price is close enough. Yeah. You sell mm-hmm. Talakai this week and you bring in Suwali, you're probably going to get 100 from Suwali this week. And yeah. I don't mind him as an expendable um, player. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. All right, number three most traded out this week, another winger with a decent ceiling, and that's Karaz. Glenn. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't... I mean, most of us would be pretty stacked at centre wing now, so people are probably doing that to, um, you know, bring in a gun, so I don't hate that at all. But, you know, he's made his money, he's done his job, you know... Mm. Yeah, it's time to move him on. That's it. Oh, I don't mind his matchup this week as well. You'll see the leak a little bit on the edges there as well. And I think um, he has a good job this week. But like you said, if you're finalising your team and you want to get rid of him, that's, yeah, it's fine by me. All right. Number four most traded out this week is Isaac Targo. I think very similar to um, Taylor May, but I think he's a bit um, more consistent than May, obviously. 
Yeah, I, I've never got around um, the Targo sell. I held him whenever I was selling, you know, earlier in the year. And everybody's sort of, I think, panicking because of last week's score. Yes, it is a bit of a um, downer with no Luai and um, Cleary in the team. But you look at his four last four out of his five scores, they're exquisite. They're not, not just good, they're great. And I think more than May... He will go he because he's a second row forward center center. He yeah, he'll yeah. go and take some runs and he busts the line a little bit. And look, if they can get if Kickow's playing, they're gonna go to that left edge. So yeah. it's not the worst. It's not the worst for Tall this week because I think he'll be left, won't he? Um oh no, is May gonna be back? So maybe Tall goes back to the right. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Uh, but I, I really think next week there could be some joy for Targo, who's been scoring well. Four out of his last five, he's been in recent decent form. And you have so we got pretty, pretty, pretty badly. Sorry, Dan. No, you're good. Yeah, Glenn. Uh, to, firstly, last week they played the Melbourne Storm, and if you did yeah. watch that game, you could have seen twice. Targo actually could have crossed had the ball just travelled. I mean, at one particular time, O'Sullivan could have literally let the ball go, and Targo had clear air. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I definitely would be selling Targo, and his durability again, as Ardo pointed out, is it's. And the Warriors next week, just don't do it to yourself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, 51 was a good score in the centres last week. Is that what he got? You know, like yeah, that was, that was a pretty good score for, um, you know, the centres. Um, so I just think, you know, if you can, if you can, hold him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 16 nils. There's no tries um, for the Penrith Panthers yet. He still gets 51 points. That's, I take that every day of the week with, with no tries. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number five most traded out player this week. Go to you, Glenn. Uh, Lolo. Yeah, look, I understand. Like, have they named the four forward bench again? The cows. Uh, have a second here. Well, hammer the hammers on the bench oh, now because Felt's back. So it's yeah, well, a few extra minutes. So I mean, look, people are probably looking at his minutes and the rotation. Cotter back does hurt Lolo, so I mm. hate it. I imagine those selling Lolo are going to Tarpany, but. I, I personally wouldn't be liking that trade. I'd be looking elsewhere where you can get a ceiling. Like uh, Ada said a minute ago, both of you said, if you can get a Murray or a Lane, you know, it's a, it's a much better option. I would, I, I don't like that trade really. Yeah. Unless yeah. You know, I think it's an unnecessary trade in my opinion. Yeah. Look, you, you saw his meters last week, the line speed of the Chooks. That's why I'm starting to warm to the Chooks for this finals tilt they were mm. exceptional and lodges really just they've got a pack now and a half and um, they really monstered them last week and obviously because of the news you know they were obviously flat so he's still got his 50 minutes if he gets that those minutes this week i really think in that matchup he's even a chance of busting through a few tackles and um if you've got other if you've got other better moves to move you know like lola will probably score you 50 60 this week you know, and I think Tuppany might score you 60, 70. So it's for 10 points or mm. you grab yourself a ceiling Val or you grab a Suali, do something that it could get you a hundred. So I've, I've, I got my front row set up and I was, Lolo is my second front rower and Pole is my bench cover. So I play Lolo every week because I'm not making mm. any trades in front row and I stop making trades in front row, like round seven or mm. whatever. So I, I think, um, it's a risk if you go to Tuppany this week. And and who else would they go? Hass, maybe? You know, I don't so get my, it. my opinion as well is it's less risky. So if you if you have, say, Lola has a bad day, a bad week, he doesn't hurt you as much as if, say, Holmes has a bad week. 
So you can hold on to Lolo and it's not going to hurt you because his bad is what, 40, 45? That's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. If Holmes has a bad day, he gets you 20, 15. Yeah. So, yeah. And he does have a ceiling with that matchup coming up. You know, there could be a chance for a try assist or even a try with Lolo. So, mm. yeah. I'd this, is, this is the reason why I don't like to have any decent pods or any pods in the front row because it doesn't really, it's, it's, the risk isn't really much, there's not much risk and there's not much reward really. Yeah. So um, that's why, yeah, I just don't like the pot up in the front row. I think the pot up spot is the hard and the center wing. Yeah. Um, all right. Number six most traded in, Adrian. Uh, DC, I traded out, sorry. DCE. Uh, oh, he's killing me. Mate, he's been dog shit. I mean, yeah. he's been so bad. Um, the thing I would say to people is I'm not trading any ceiling players. And that's probably been my tone of the night. I'm not going to trade ceiling players. And we DCE's got tons this year. Mm. You are pissed off that he's had, what is it, four in a row now in like the 30? Yeah. He's been very, very bad. Manly's, I think there's some real issues there. They've lost Gerbo now as well, who I think is very important to them defensively. Yeah. Um, and probably even just for the heart and soul part of the team but surely dce backs up against the wall he's capable of a, of a ton in these last three rounds i quite liked their draw um i think they'll get probably spanked this week by um the, the sharks and i don't know if i'd yeah. play him um but i don't mind you know playing him again in another game on the, in the last two games maybe yeah well i've got him in my team and i'm uh, i've got my backup hooker is uh blake braley and um, I'm going to play Blake Braley over DCE this week. And that way I can hold DCE um, for another better matchup next week. Yeah. Have you played him all the other weeks though? Like, cause what you'd be, you, cause oh, you'd yeah. be, you would, if he goes and <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I bet, Murphy's week. law says that he's going to go out and turn up this week. If you sit him. That's what yeah. I reckon too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, um, I, in my head to head final last week, which I got knocked out of, um, I had to do something different and crazy to try to get the win, and I captained DCE this week. Oh, so, oh. so in the end, eleven twenty-five with a DCE captain. <laughs> when you think about it, the score wasn't that bad. It's just a bad captain choice. Yeah. So. Yeah, he just like the last couple of weeks, he's runs away down, which he's done a little bit more of. And I actually thought Foran looks better, like looked the more dominant yeah. half, you know, in the last couple of weeks. So. Um, yeah, there are worrying signs, but DC is a champion. Yeah, you know, mm. I'm not the biggest DC fan, but he can pull out an absolute clinic, you know, when he wants to. And he's that showed this year with some tons, one of the higher ton getting halves out there, you know, next to Heinz and that. So mm. I think you just keep him. I probably sit him this week because I think they're going to get spanked. They're at home though, aren't they? The Seagulls. So if you had to, you could do worse things than, than you know, yeah. play him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. We'll move on to number seven. This one is a bit strange. I didn't know he was owned that highly, but um, Jason Saab from Manly, Glenn. Yeah. I mean, if you owned him and you, you know, I don't understand the reasoning behind it, but yeah, well, trade him out. I mean, he's gone. He's broken. There's not much more to say. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I just wanted to say two things quickly. One on Manly, five completions from 17 in the second Ooh. half. That is incredibly the worst football I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a manly friend. He's like, I reckon that's the worst I've seen in a decade, just effort-wise. Yeah. Like, they've been pumped in games, but just the effort, yeah. you know, the effort was down. So he, he's worried, personally. Yeah. He yeah. So they spent their more training or rehearsing the gang signs rather than the, um, 
and then our actual set plays. Yeah. Um, all righty. Number eight, uh, I got a UA loss. Uh, Ezra Mann, number eight, I traded out this week. Yeah, oh, I don't mind it. Um, Ezra's been pretty good. Um, mm. I, I think Melbourne are probably going to make a statement. They love going up to Suncorp. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think you play him this week, maybe. Um, you know, I've seen him on a lot of lists as a sit for this week. Um, if you've got him in your 5'8", and people that we see Munster on the list. So, you know, people are probably upgrading to one of the um, – of uh, drink water or a Munster – Go for your life. You know, Mam's yeah. done his job. You know, he's done his job, but he's been a very good cheapie for us this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, Glenn, number nine on the list. Another guy that's been quite disappointing the last few weeks. That's uh, Ola Kawatu. Yeah, I still wouldn't be trading him out. I mean, yeah. he could have got a decent score last week had he had a brain in his head. I mean, they knew it was a knock-on. Why continue? Some, sometimes I just wonder the, the common sense of players in rugby league. You know, if I mm. see that there's a knock on and there's, I, I'm not going to continue on and get the try, I'm going to go right to the line if I have to stop and play the ball because then they can't go back. It was always not going to be a try. But, mm. uh, yeah, I personally... I don't blame Ola for that. He wouldn't have known. Ola Kawhi wouldn't have known that. He was too far away. It was, um, I think it was foreign. They ran out and passed it out that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 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 yeah well, I he, was, he was close to being a good score last week. And um, yeah. uh, he, he's had... I think two two in a row or three in a row that haven't been great. One was an injury game. Then there yeah. was the after Jersey thing, which wasn't great. And then last week was three in a row. So um, mm. hopefully he bounces back. He's been very good this year. He's been a very pleasant own. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just hope it, I'm going to play him this week still. I'm going to play him. You know, I actually, because I traded him out uh, a while back um, just to um, for a head-to-head matchup. And then I brought him back in last week just to get that crappy score. So, um, when he went over and it was disallowed, I was so angry. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. And last, uh, number 10, most traded out, Adrian. Um, I'm probably the only person that I thought had this guy still in my team. That's uh, Tualangi from the Tigers. Um, <laughs> well, Tualangi, he, he's made – the bloke goes down more inj- – he goes down as much as Ponga does, you know, in a game, yeah. I reckon. Um, or Dugan. He's like the new Dugan in my opinion. <laughs> But look, I looked at him a little while ago and he pulled out some pretty okay scores. I think that might have been the reason why people kept a hold of him, but you're mm. not going to play him anymore. I think the Tigers were awful last oh, week. Yeah. I mean, losing Hastings, I think, has really hasn't been good good for him, has it? Uh, what he does is with the ball, he touches the ball so much, he controls the game so well. Um, they're just out of sorts now without him. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I got no problem with it. Yeah. Well, I I held him the whole time because I just had more important things to trade out. And then I looked at his scores the week before. And I was like, you got sixty points. That's pretty. That's all right. I might play him this week. And then I got eighty points. And I'm like, I'm actually liking this. And I was about <laughs> I was gonna play him last week. And then I was like, no, nah, change my mind. I did luckily because he got eighteen points last week. So. <laughs> Yeah, the, the 18 points wasn't good last week, but he sort of got into it. In a couple of games there while they were up and about him, he was seemed to be plugged in and onto the game. He's got so much yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah. But he just goes down injured all the time, or he's got a HIA, or he, yep. you know, has a lazy game, but he's certainly got all the makings of a weapon, I reckon, for mm-hmm. a yeah. fan. I want to keep an eye on, I reckon, for next year, I reckon. So I want to keep an eye on. Yeah. He frustrated me. I don't. Was he there last year or was it earlier this year? He's frustrated me as an owner, and yeah, I yeah. think I moved him on. I can't remember when it was, but yeah, it frustrated the living shite out of me. Yeah. 
he kept going down. I had him at the start of the year too, and he had three injuries in a row. Three. Yeah. He played, the played game 40 minutes every on. game. Yeah. yeah. He played 40 minutes every game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. That wraps up the market watch for now. So we're, our next uh, topic we're going to talk about is just the, the matchups this week. So I'm just going to go through each matchup quickly, and we'll have a look at the decent players that you might play or not in the Eggs matchup. So we'll start with the first game, and I'll start with you, Glenn. Um, Panthers versus the Rabbitohs. Is there anyone here? That you could be like think would be in for a good game. Yeah, well, I think Latrell will be in for a good game. He's just been on fire this season. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I still think that Targo could have a good matchup too. And um, but yeah, look at their two. It, this could be a base stat game. I I don't see mm-hmm. uh, Penrith do defend well, even though they played a a very strong storm last week. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm playing Targo. I don't know if I'll play May. And Latrell would be a definite play. And I think Cody Walker might be a sit. But, yeah. I mean, you know, you saw what he done last week. So, you know, he has that ceiling. So it's hard to sit a player that can offer you a ceiling like Cody. But I think this could mm-hmm. be a game that I might consider if I owned this a rest. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it well, might well, be a rest. Like... Sorry? You, like... I was going to say, it feels like a resting, resting Cody game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I do like uh, Cam Murray in this game as well. We already talked about him, and um, I think he's a in for a cracker of a game. I reckon he turns up this game. So yeah, if you have Yo or Murray or Kolo or Matungi, I'd definitely be playing those three in this matchup. Yep. Yeah, I'd I'd be keen on Cookie for. I mean, you play him every week, but I think he'll have a ripping game. He's up against Appy, who took minutes off him in Origin. Cook's been good this year. Would you sit someone like Tass this week if you had him? He he got a really good score last week, and I think there might be a temptation to play him, but I think maybe not this week. Yeah, Tass is a probably sit. I'd definitely be playing Apple and Cook. I've owned Cook from the beginning of the season and I've not let him go all year. He's been one of my mainstays. But yeah, I, like, I agree with you. Tass could be a sit. I'm actually mm. in that position between Tass or May, which one of those two I play. Would you be a little doubt on top or now that May's playing, he'll obviously go back with Targo on the left and kick our side. It's like crickets over on the right side. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about Toho is, like, his work rate, and he does come in to look for work. But, I mean, against the Bunnies, I I see this as a very evenly matched side. I think the tip of the scale is Luttrell. I think that the Panthers are struggling without Cleary and Luai uh, for direction. Um, But it wouldn't surprise me if either one to win. Um, But I wouldn't expect by a big score. If anyone wins by a big score, it would be South. I don't see Panthers to win. Yeah, I, I, I'm tipping uh, Rabbitohs this week, I think. Um, yeah. Especially with Fisher Harris out as well. I think um, that's a big loss for us in the middle there. And Rabbitohs are a smart team, especially with that their, their forward pack. They've got a smart leader in there. And I reckon they're going to exploit the crap out of that. Yeah. It uh, just feels like, I mean, I you saw games where good teams... I mean, the Melbourne, I think, in Penrith, I was like, they absolutely stunned. They cancelled each other out. Mm-hmm. Um with this game, I think you could probably you're going to have to because we all own, you know, a, a few Panthers and probably a, a Rabbitoh or something. You're going to have to play some of them. And like in the case of Murray and Cook, I think you're fine. And Kaloa Matangi, yeah. you probably think about some of these outside backs. I think you'd still play AJ if you're an owner because you always play him if, because every time there's points scored for South, he's on the end of them. Yeah. So. You know, oh, we don't agree with him for a buy, but I'd still probably play him. Yep. 
yeah. ain't coming back from injury. I don't know. Um, I, I I'd be more tempted now to play May if I was picking between May and Toto because Toto on that right, you know, worries me. Yeah, and you'll find well, you'll find that um Stephen Crichton on that um right edge defensively will often try to get those intercepts. He tries to do that show pony kind of thing where he tries to do that game changing intercepts. So if he runs in hard. That would do a nice little cut-up pass to Alex Johnson, and I reckon there could be a few, uh, probably not a few, but I reckon at least one try there to Alex Johnson this week. Uh, can I just say, if you own Crichton this week, I probably would wait up. Let me get the sides right. Uh, Campbell Graham's back this week, who is actually a pretty good defender. He'll be mm. playing on the right side, and Crichton plays on the right side, so he'll be, no, so I've got that all out of whack. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he'll be defend- Campbell Graham he'll will be, be defending, yeah, yeah, he'll be defending uh, um, Targo and May, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so that makes me reconsider my May option. Yeah, in saying that, I've seen Lomax put Campbell Graham to shame. So, um, yeah, he's, he, he's a good defender, the, but he knows how to get exploited quite easily as well. He struggles with the quicker players. He's more of a strength player. Like the guys that will run hard straight at him, he'll defend very well. But the players that are a bit chippy around the feet, he does mm. tend to struggle a little bit with. That's correct. Yeah, and he yeah. he probably will come in to put in some help with for kick out. You know, most yeah. likely. So it could be they could exploit him down there, and he's probably short of a gallop as well. So mm. I, I'm probably leaning if I've got to play. I've got Targo, May, and Total. So I'll probably be picking two of them out of those three to play, and I'm just because I've got to. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, guys. Let me move on to game two, and that's uh, Cowboys versus the Warriors. Um, I like a lot of Cowboys players. Uh, I'll go to you, um, Glenn. I think I went to Ados last time. No, you um, went to me. Okay, I'll go to you, Ados, then, which are players. Obviously, there's a few good options there. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, you've got your usual suspects in Val and Drinkwater. I think this is a good VCable game as well. They're back at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people are probably worried about Lolo after last week with the minutes and stuff, but I think you could probably safely play him. Cotter's a weapon. You keep playing him. Robson, um, you know, he's been a weapon. I've been, I've got a Robson Grant combo in, in hooker and I love Robson. He's been, I I wanted to sell him, you know, earlier in the year, but he's been so good. I've kept him. Um, Who else do people own? I've seen some people bringing in um, Tuolagi on the wing as a, as a possibility for a big score this week. Mm. Yeah. He's definitely a decent pot option this week for sure. That's for sure. He's um, had a pretty good year. So just quietly. And I really probably a bounce back. You think, you know, Nanai in this game, the Warriors, mm. you know, they haven't didn't offer they haven't been offering up much. And and they're not as good away at all. No. Yeah, I think the Cowboys speed will trouble the Warriors. And I think that if you own any cows in this game, this is a game to play. Yeah, they've got big forwards of the Warriors too. And having the likes of Cotter in there. He's yeah. going to tire him out. These big forwards are going to be tired and they're going to exploit the crap out of that, I reckon. Yeah. So I like Cotter as a player too. Yeah. And the Cows right. really, after losing last week, they want to consolidate up at the top of that ladder, try to finish top two. I think, are they still in second or is... They're in second. Are. And technically they could make it to first. I mean, Penrith would have to lose every game and they would have to win every game. And then they've got the for and against, which is a 90 difference at the moment. So mathematically, they can still actually make first. Um, they are pretty consolidated, I, I believe, in second. But I mean, they, that yeah, I think they need to win one more to be certain of that spot. Mm. Mm. So they'll probably just go out and go hard, I reckon, this week to try to, you know, really set up correct. the rest of the, yeah. the finals. 
Mm, all righty, move on to game three, and that's the Broncos versus the Storm. Uh, Glenn, any decent plays here? You think what, mate? It's a bit of a close matchup. I know the Storm probably got ahead, but thoughts? yeah, I mean, if you own Graham Hughes, Munster, or Grant, which I do, I own Grant and Munster, so I'll be playing both of those. I think Storm are a play. I think uh, Broncos might be a sit. So if you've got an Ezra man, I've got Ezra man. So I'll be sitting him this week. And um, yeah, I think that's probably it. I, I don't see many only much outside of that, possibly a Cobo or a Cobo. Yeah. Would you play Cobo? I, I wouldn't versus the Storm. I mean, the Storm, I, I mean, I have a, a rule. I generally don't play center wings versus Storm and the Panthers. The Storm... A couple of rounds ago, I would have first Anderson and and Seve and that kind of Laramia mix, but with um the with Xavier coach back on one edge and Orfaluma on the other, they're defending much better. They mate, they were a good. I mean, if you can keep Penrith to zero points, you're you know you're going to trouble most sides defensively. Yeah. Um, and like um, they got Cobo on the right side, and the right side the, the defensive side left side for the Storm is usually much much better. It's usually their, their right defensive side, which normally struggles in the past. Yeah. And they've been pretty good in the le- on their left. So I think Cobo might... Uh, it's a tr- tough one because he's a pretty expensive player, is it? I will but, say um, this, though. Um, the Broncos do have some very good matches against the Storm. They are, mm. they are a side when they get on a roll that can trouble a side. Mm. I'm looking able... forward to that game. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I haven't been overly impressed with the Broncos, so they're going to have to step it up, I think, to go with Melbourne, with Munster in, in fullback and Hughes back in. I think Melbourne like going up there as well. So I certainly wouldn't play a Stags if I had him. I'd think about mm. a Cobo, um, you know, and, and people have bought A-Ray, you know, as well. You've got to play him, surely. It's hard to sit money if, yeah. if, if, you, you know, if you've got money on, the, on them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, or uh, I'm going to say this right now. My my prediction is that Stags actually does really well, just because he has a habit of just he's like so competitive that he only goes really good against the good teams. He has to he has bugger all against the weak sides. So I don't think he's in a tarp or anything. I'm like I reckon he gets about an eighty. So well, he got that last week and then down dated thirty odd points. <laughs> That's crazy. I I know. <laughs> oh god. Uh, poor. Um, Alrighty, next game, Glenn uh, Eels versus the Dogs, mate. Is anyone here that you um that you have that you'd want to be playing or sitting? Uh, I'll be playing. I've got Lane. I've got um Brown. I'm actually mm. considering a possible VC on Dylan Brown. Um, I, I I might not do that. I might do it in the next game. Um, but I definitely be playing my Eels, and I even would be playing the Dogs based on the Eels can leak. They really can, and uh, Saviano mm. Burton. Um, as you said earlier, Karaz, you know, they, they could trouble them. Definitely I'd play Burton. Definitely I'd play Brown. Moses, if you own him, Lane and Sivo. I'd be playing all those players. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, then we'll move on to the next game. That's uh, Manly versus the Sharks. Manly looking pretty bad. If you've got a Sharks player, you're going to be playing a Matos? Yeah, I'll be playing my Sharks. I mean, that I've got available. Talakai is out. But I'm going to play Mulatalo. I think there could be some joy now with Moylan back in there. And look, he actually went looking for work last week, took some runs and stuff, mm. and he was a bit busier, which, you know, he was 57 or something, which was a little bit more, um, you know, pleasing to, to see. It's just, you know, if Manly have given up, I could see, you know, Cronulla, because I think these teams that are sort of want to go for the title, they've got a few more rounds now to make their statement. Like, 
put a score on a team and for all of their attack to click and stuff. And the Sharks have really not put teams away in the second half. I've been mm-hmm. very critical of them because yeah. they've they get they they attack so selfishly. They they attack like individuals and. In the first half, Nico was running the show. They looked slick. They looked great. And it all went to dog shit in the second half mm-hmm. because everybody that got the ball wanted to score. Yeah. And it all depends whether they – I think that this might be the game that they want to tighten it up and I would be playing all of my Sharks because I think they're going to want to put in two halves performance to yeah. be in the run-up to the finals because it's something I think coaches mentioned. We, we let the game slip away in the second half and we got silly and we started – you know, playing like individuals. So I think this is could be a statement game. And, well, Manly, let's see what Manly turns up, eh? Because they've, um, you know, they've got a good record over the Sharks, traditionally, yeah, particularly at home. But signs are not good for the for the Manly yeah. seed. Yeah, I'll be playing Makawatu and I'll be playing, um, who's my, uh, Garrick. So, and I'll be playing Hines and I'll be playing Mulatalo. Yeah. Would you play Cooler, uh, who's out to the wing now? Or would no, you just sit him? Yeah. yeah. They're a good defensive unit, aren't they, the Sharks? Yeah, they are. Mm. Yeah, i got to look at uh, playing either Cooler, Tass, or Toto. Pick one of those guys. Out. Oh, not Toto, sorry, mate. So, mate, uh, Tass, or um, Cooler. So, I'm thinking about leaning towards mate, I think, yeah. which is a rough one, but, yeah. Mm. Uh, and I think also the Sharks, uh, like, like, just to keep continue on what Adrian was saying, but... Um, Defensively, last year they're going to because Fitzgibbon. I like him as a coach, and he's defensively he's very got a good mindset. He's going to be looking at how the, the grand the finals last year and how the best teams last year in the finals were the defensive sides, uh, and how all the games were like four eight and six four, and they were very and the teams that won were one on the fence and also referees. Oh, and also I'll be the first to admit that as a Panthers fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like it, they're going to be and I reckon Fitzgibbon's going to be looking at the last year's finals and saying this is what we need to do to actually win the grand final and I reckon they're going to be in with a good shot like you said and have a, a two half game this week so I think just can I just elaborate on that that if the Sharks want to be a good side uh, what you touched on earlier on is actually a fact in the fact that they're a very selfish side in attack yeah. they need to really fix that their defence is actually really good you're right but in yeah. the planet, they, 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 once they know they've got a side, they're very selfish side. And it's like, I want to get the try. I want to get the try. And if they just play to their edges, they would, and they need, they really need to get that cohesion before they come into the finals to be any yeah. in the finals. If you've got um, a, gla- if you've got glamour edges, you know, you've got Ramian out there and Talakai and Mulatalo, you know, Katoa before he was injured, you've got to get the ball to these guys. And if it's never making it out, I mean, look, short balls to Teague Wilton and stuff is all good, but you've got to, I reckon, you know, the defensive mindset will get them far. I reckon they are a chance of finishing top two as well. If they, cause they got mm. a nice run home. But the thing is, if they come up against the Rabbitohs or the Roosters who are, if, if they come in hot against one of these teams that can get to 40 yeah. and you can't put two halves of attack together, you know, yeah. they can defend all they want, but these teams will, whatever you score, they'll, they can score it too. They can outscore you because mm-hmm. those attacking teams, I mean, you look at Souths all their run to the GF last year, they can put on points, big points. Yeah. That left edge. Well, I, don't, so. I, don't, I don't care how good defensively you are. If you've got the troll running out here, he does not want to get tackled. He won't get tackled. He's like that guy that will just, I don't care how good defensive you are. He will knock you on your ass if you need to, and he will get over and get a try. It's just how hungry he is at the time. Just before yeah, so- I move on, sorry, just before we move on to the next game, I just want a little quick brag here. So in the Podmasters chat, 
uh, last round, you would have noticed somebody said to me, so who's going to score in this game, Glenn? And I said, oh, Ikevalu. And uh, like within five minutes, he crossed. And it was a, a very nice <laughs> feeling because I had him in a multi as well. <laughs> Shout out to Sal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, move on to the next game now. And uh, another team that's looking really good at the moment, the Roosters versus the Tigers. So I think, um, was, who was I going last time? Was that you, Glenn? I'll go to, I'll go to ALC's time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this, this is a good game for your Roosters, for sure. Um, look, I was listening to the playbook and Des Creek, former winner, was pointing out that the top score for the outside backs this year at the SCG, it was Manu with like 100 on the button. Teddy's mm. top score is 90s and, you know, Manu's averaging 60 at the SCG and Teddy's around the same. So, you know, they're not the slam dunk that we think, but I, I really think it's a different Roosters now than it was at the start of the year and any part yeah. of the year. I think the move of, you know, Kiri to the six and Walker to the seven and Lodge coming over, I reckon it's completely changed them. For, they've leveled up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really think that Manu and Teddy look the goods this week for a captain's, you know, you've got to pick which one because mm-hmm. I can see one of them going off and being the big, big daddy 150 or more. And the other one, you know, I think there could be tons for a couple of them in this game. Yeah. I like Sam Walker as a buy this week. I've still yeah. got Cleary in my halfback spot. I've got one trade left. Yeah. Um, and I was very tempted to get Sam Walker in this week for this matchup to just take advantage of this matchup. I don't know if I'll do it, you know, but um, I like, I like all of, all of your, uh, I mean, Tupu could get some joy this week. I'd play you happily. I play every chook I've got. Yeah. Can I just say also, you know how you said they've leveled up with Lodge coming into the side. They've got TKO and Collins also due back into that side. (laughs) I've tipped it uh, Roosters Panthers grand final. And we don't usually see anyone from outside the top four, uh, make it if there's ever a year that it can happen. The bunnies or the roosters are on yeah. fire, and I believe one of them could roll their way right up into there. Yeah, yeah they're definitely. the scary teams at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I hate the bloody roosters because the Raiders, even if they win all their bloody games, we need the roosters to lose some. Oh, maybe Parramatta or the Broncos could drop out as well. But I mean, I'm I'm a Raiders fan, and I half don't want us to make the finals. I don't think we deserve it this year. He'd <laughs> be last year's ninth. Yeah. <laughs> um, all move on to the second last game and that's the Dragons versus the Titans and I'm not sure if there's too much love in here I can, I guess if you're going for Fida um, Glenn? Yeah, the only two players I imagine people would have would be Lomax or Fafida and um, possibly, I've seen a couple of sides with um, what's his name, the fullback Ramsey, um, mm. so I mean they'd all be players if you have, I mean the Titans actually turned up last week and you know, I mean, it's interesting. Ado shouted it out in the pod. This is something for you to brag about, mate. Where, um, you know, he was saying with Tino out that that actually be a better side. And I didn't agree with you at all. I thought the Manly were going to turn up and win that game and win it how. And I'll own it. I got it wrong. And you got it right, Ado. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, look, Tino is a great player. You know, he definitely is a great player. He's what you need in a club, one of these tries. But he's overplayed his hand. Yeah. Takes too many runs. And, and it's... You know, the Titans, they were a team that could absolutely sizzle in attack. And, you know, um, I think they looked better last week, personally. I think they could actually, Mm. you know, maybe roll them this week. The the Dragons are out of the running, I think, pretty much. So I can see another upset this week. I'll play for Fida. I've seen a few people tempted to bring in Hunt because it's a pretty nice run home for the Dragons. And I think Hunt 
is having a ripping year. He's on for a Dally M. I could see maybe a, bit, a couple of big scores, even probably this week as well yeah. um, for Hunt. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. Yeah. I Walker or Hunt, both good shouts for buyers this week, in my opinion. Yeah, agree. All right, Glenn, we're on to the last game, Glenn, and that's uh, the Knights versus the Raiders. Um, not many players here. I guess like there's Tarpanies. There's not much else really. Relevant. Yeah, if I was a Tarpany owner, I'd be nervous. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we do see that players that break ribs can struggle to come back from that. So as we pointed out earlier, it's probably not a buy. If you own, I'd probably play him. Um, if you've got mm-hmm. a really horrible AE bench and, and you can play someone earlier that you think a, a, a play that's just as good, I'd probably do that. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't see much else that anyone would play from either of those sides. Barnett's out and injured. Uh, I don't imagine much people own any. I don't know anyone from the last two games, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I'm the same. I got Barnett, but I'm, I just got him there because I didn't, didn't know I want to trade him to yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it's, not gonna be, it's not going to be it's not going to be a, a, a I mean hopefully the Raiders get the job done. It's all a bit dire straits over there in Newcastle. The Raiders can win it. Um you know, but uh, you know. So um, last week I've got a, I know a few people own Adam Elliott. We were a little bit mm-hmm. worried I picked up a bit of an injury. Um you know, maybe if you plan on playing Tuppany and you've got Elliott as well, you can sit him and play Tuppany and if it's a late out you could just go to Elliot you know, something like that but you'd play all your Raiders if you did own any of them but if you did you're silly just own Tuppany and that's all you needed yeah yeah and that's it all right guys that pretty much wraps everything up besides um our last little final bit so um before we go around and talk about trade talk does anyone actually have trades left uh not me mate I got one trade and uh, are you gonna hold it this week I'm tempted to hold it. Um, the the t- tailored May knew I was feeling a pretty confident playing to all um, on mm. the left, and now with May back, I don't feel I, uh, overly confident on to all or and May. My trade would probably I was tempted by I wasn't interested in Hunt. I was tempted to move my Cleary onto a Sam Walker or a Mitchie Moses if he um, got up as well um, for this game. I hear that he's not a guarantee of of coming in. Still, he says he's a day-to-day prospect, but I could pull. The thing is, because it's Cleary, that's the Thursday game. So if I'm going to do it, I've got to do it pre-lockout in the first game, you know, do the um, Cleary to Sam Walker. I think if you're going to do that Cleary trade, um, you might as well take advantage of that Roosters matchup this week and you just do it. Then I can, you know, sit tall in May and I play Sam Walker and I think he's on, it could be a good chance for a big one this week. So... I've got to think about that between now and because I could be then in a final. And if we get a mass resting, I've only got one trade to do anything about it anyway. But imagine if it was a a monster, you know, or something like that that got rested in the last round. Um, And so I'm I'm leaning towards just holding and trusting my squad um, and keeping that last one for the final next week to at least pull one trump card if I can. I don't think there's going to be mass restings and obviously finals in head to heads are going to be in round 24 this year. So, you know, I could trade, but I, I, I'm leaning towards not. And if it was, it'd be Sam Walker, I think for me. Yeah. Well, I'm um, with me. I'm, I'm out of my head to head. So I don't really care too much, but I'm thinking um, I'm looking at going, cause I'm, I'm actually sick of DCE right now. He's done to drive me insane, but I'm actually tempted to go DCE to Sam Walker and um, go Barnett to Sawali. Um, as my last two trades for the week, just to have that for the run home. I have 
I think, two nuffs in total in my side. So I've got 23 active players. So I, I'm pretty confident there. I can um, hold that home for the rest of the year. So, all right. We'll move on to vice captain and captain. So we'll start with Glenn. Uh, BCC choice this week, mate. Yeah, so my VCs are tossed at the moment between Dylan Brown or uh, Hines. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the captain's pretty generic this week. It'll be Tedesco um, for me, but I, I would imagine there'd be a lot of people, Manu, Tedesco, either one of those, you couldn't go far wrong against the Tigers. Yeah, I like it. Adrian? Yeah, I like three players as a VC. I like um, Drinkwater against mm -hmm. the New Zealand Warriors there. I really like Munster, um, you know, as if he's, if he's playing fullback. If he plays fullback, he could well be my VC. Um, and I like Hines. So I'm going to decide between – they're all ceiling players. I think, you know, if they go on with the second half, the, um, you know, the the, the Cronulla Sharks, you know, Nico could be on for a big score. Um, so I'm going to think about those um, those three. I think they're good matchups, and I think that those players all have a ceiling in them. But my captain will probably be – a Teddy or a Manu. I guess I'll look at my head to head and see how it's going and Fox with my opposition. And um, it'll depend. I think if, if I'm ahead and I'm looking like winning, I'll play, go with the crowd who I think is going to be Tedesco and they yeah. can throw the hail Mary, which is probably Manu is, is probably the one that's going to be least cap, less captained. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way well, I'm leaning. I like it. Well, I'm, I'm looking at, um, on Dylan Brown VC this week. Um, I like that little option there. Um, and I, if I do make the trade that I was going to make, I'm actually going to go Hail Mary and because I've got no worries about my head to head, so I can just do whatever I need to do and go Sam Walker as captain. Um, he has that big ceiling there, so he could get like a nice 150 for me. We've seen it happen in the past, so um, yeah, I think I'm liking that idea. So I've got Teddy there, I'll have Sawali as well, but um. I'm thinking they're going something a bit different. Nothing to lose. I might as well have some fun with it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, if you get a captain big score and it's like 1% or 0.5, you just like, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, all right. Well, um, we'll go into the last little section here and that's bold predictions. So, I'll start with Glenn. Um, what do you got for bold predictions this week, mate? So, I'm going to go a bit out there and away from what I was looking at first. So, I'm going to go lane 90 plus. I'm going to go Suwali to score a double at 110 plus and Manu 100 plus. Manu 100 plus, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 100 plus. And I've actually awesome. got that in a multi. All right. Oh, okay. Not that. Uh, I've got them. I've got Suwali and Manu in a multi. Yeah, fair enough. Awesome. And on the spot, Ados, anything on there, mate? Yeah, I'm going to go for um, Latrell. Doesn't care that it's the Penrith Panthers. He's going to ton up this week, even even if he doesn't kick goals, which he's got a groin. So I'm I would say that to people on a VC, maybe not. It's a hard opposition, and he may not kick goals, but I still think he's going to ton up. I want to say um, Drinkwater has an absolute monster and goes one twenty five plus. Yeah. Um, I think Hines is going to have a field day and go one twenty five plus, and I'm going to say Manu. It's at least double Teddy score this week. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. Three of them I don't own, so I just hope that none of those things happen. <laughs> and I just say um, on on Latrell, just watch late for team list that if Taff moves into that bench, 
um, that there is a possibility uh, that Latrell could play reduced minutes uh, if the if they get out to a lead of some kind. Yeah. So that's the only Definitely. thing to caution people on Latrell. But I, I actually agree with you on all the ones you just said. I just did want to say them because I don't own them, and I just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you play you play Latrell because you're not you're crazy if you don't play an elite fullback. But I would probably steer clear of a VC, um, just because of those worries. There's goal kick. If he doesn't goal kick, that's twenty <laughs> points probably off him, and yeah. he could get an early mark. Yeah, because well, taff on the taff on the bench. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Alrighty, uh, I'm gonna go a little bit out there with mine. Um, I'm gonna try and stick with my potential trade in, and that's Walker to go 140 plus. Sam Walker, that is not Cody. So, um, 140 plus for Sam Walker, and um, bit unusual one this one. I'm gonna go uh, Deedon to turn up. Um, I think he has a chance. Bit the unspoken guy that's uh, he's in the at the start of the year he was doing some really good things, and um, I think he can do it again. Um. So, yeah, I don't mind that actually. I've, I've mm. fielded a few questions on Instagram. Do I like Deedon? And I was like, well, mm. I mean, you know, you can go Sam Walker, you can go Moses, you could go with Deedon. He'll be the least brought in out of all of them. And it's yeah. a beautiful matchup, you know. And, and often that happens. You get one of these matchups and it's not Val and it's not, I mean, Val might kick goals with plenty of points there, but it may not be a drink water game. It may not be a Val game, but it could be a Deedon game, you know. This just an example of last week, it was uh, the Roos- when the Roosters played. It wasn't a Teddy game. It wasn't a Manu game. It was the Verils game, which is an unusual one. No one would have picked oh, that. <laughs> Verils, man. And front rowers, front rowers scoring a bag of tries. Yeah. <laughs> mate, what are we? I was, I, you know, I was like, Teddy had a very unforgettable 200th. It was mm-hmm. rubbish. That's why I think, you know, he will bounce back this week, you know, in, in this. Team. Yeah, because he's an absolute weapon. Something yep. on weird. And so if you're in the top 30 and you're not a head-to-head player and you're actually an overall player, and uh, I reckon Dearden would be a really good play because yep. um, you, you really need to get that player that someone doesn't have. And I actually really like the Dearden shout, mate, at, uh, for mm-hmm. an overall player to try and gain some momentum up the top there. So, yeah. Awesome. All righty. So anything else to say, guys? I just want to say one last thing. I don't yeah. think that I've seen in the last decade more exciting a top eight. I, I believe that any one of those top eight could beat any one of the other sides uh, in the top eight, and that makes for a, a fantastic final series. So bring it on. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's been a fun year where there's jostling for top four, top two, right down the bottom of the eight. I mean, you look at the Titans made it last year and it's going to be much higher the win percentage this year and the Raiders are probably going to miss out um, mm. with with probably multiple wins more. more. Yeah. So it's a bit a more competitive year this year. I really like the look of the teams that are in the eight now. Obviously, as a Raiders fan, I could, I could jump in, but I think we'd just be cannon fodder. Whereas all the eight that are in there now, I mean, people are like the Eels. They've knocked off Penrith twice, you know, and... They might be scratchy and out of form, but on their day, they can cause an upset. And I guarantee you that those top teams, if you've got like Rabbitohs and Roosters down six, seven, eight, you are shitting yourself to play yep. them, I reckon. Um, so, it, yeah, it's going to be a ripping final series this year. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, um, it's a sad thing that we got no Pappenhausen, no Turbo. I mean, Turbo, they would, yeah. they would have probably made it if they had Turbo this year. He'd be yeah. the only person that could have kept them galvanized, I reckon, yeah. Turbo. Um, but it's, it's those are the downsides, but I still think um, it'll be a ripping series, the finals. Who do you think plays the grand final, Ado? 
Uh, I think it'll be Penrith. I think they will get themselves there. And I'm going to say it'll be either Souths or, or Rabbitohs. They may find themselves in an elimination in week one, you know, where one of them goes through and one doesn't. So I, I like them. I don't think the Sharks quite have the recipe this year. I, I don't think that – I think that the Eels are not improved on last year, even though they've taken a few big scalps. Um, Melbourne Storm are not quite the Melbourne Storm or, or that are, were a premiership type team, in my opinion. Um, who else is in there? The Broncos, I think, are just one. Yeah, I, I don't even think the Broncos should be in the eight. I the Cowboys. Yeah, I yeah the Cowboys. I, I really don't. I think the Cowboys are probably not peaking. at the, Broncos and Cowboys peaked early, and that's why they were yeah. so up the top of the ladder. Now they're going down, whereas these gunned final teams like the Rabbitohs and, and the Roosters are peaking at the right time. So I think they're the ones, and I don't mind the Roosters or the Rabbitohs to maybe give them a, give them a shake, the old Penrith Panthers this year. Yeah. Um, but that's my that's my tip anyway. Dan, what's yours, mate, before we go? No, honestly, I, I was going to say the exact same thing. I really, I, I, I was surprised that no one said Melbourne, but I, I agree with it. I think it's um, the two teams that are in form right now is the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, and I reckon they're the... And like you said, the uh, Bronx, and I I called it earlier that the Cowboys would start dying off. And um, I think that they are. Uh, and I was, it was right before that Tigers game when they just won, um, when they didn't really win. But um, I reckon the Cowboys are going to start dying off now. They're still a good team, much better than last year, which is great. But I reckon they're, they're out of it. Uh, and I think it's going to be, I would not be surprised to see um, the Roosters um, versus the Panthers. That's probably what I'm leaning towards. Yeah. But with the troll in there, anything could happen if he stays fit. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if um say the Sharks, like if the if the Cowboys bomb the end of this year and the Sharks win and take a top two spot, that kind of changes the dynamic because that's a real advantage finishing top two. Um, so yeah. you know, that could it'll be re- really interesting. There's so many variables and we play super coach, so we love the maths of it all, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of scenarios. Imagine week one of the finals, an elimination final, Chooks v you know, Rabbitohs would be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, that's it. I mean, it'd suck because one of them would go out. Yeah. You know, but... I want to hear something interesting. So with Latrell in the side, they win 76% of the time. Uh, and Sorry, 70% of the time. And with them with him out, they win 58% of the time. But the actual stats are not much different, as in points scored, metres made. Um, so it's interesting. Um, but I think it's the psychological um, mm. aspect of what Latrell brings to those bunnies. Yeah, mm. I mean, even what he does to someone like Cody Walker, you know, like yeah, absolutely. like night and day, the difference between the two of them, you know, the non-Latrell one and the Latrell one. Um, so, no, yeah, I, think it's, ripping, ripping I think it's an attitude thing as well with him because, like, it's like walking up to a, a, a fist fight and you've got a gun in your back pocket. You don't need to use it, but you know you got it there if you need it. So um, that's what they, they got with Latrell. So, um, yeah, I reckon they're, they're a dangerous side and they've – I'm scared to play them this week. I reckon they're going to beat us, and I reckon they're going to give us a good touch-up. I reckon it's going to be about, say, 24 to 12, I reckon. Even without, like, the guns, I mean, you've lost you know, some pretty important players, let's be honest. Um, it'll still be a psychological year, like, all right, we bumped you in a couple of games before finals. We'll see you again in the finals. It's just mm. a, a little message, like, we got you easy there. We'll see mm. you when you got your good players back, you know? Let's just hope no other players get injured between now and the finals. I mean, it's already bad enough with uh, losing Pappenhausen and Turbo. And with Cleary and Luai out, I think that that could cost them a little bit momentum. So, they, you know, their first game in the finals could even be a tough one for them. But I think 
uh, with their uh, origin experience. You know, they're, they're a class act, so I, I, I can't mm. wait. I mean, if Melbourne's um, fourth on the ladder, you know, pe- the, they won't have an easy first game. There's one place forward, don't they? So, yeah. you know, I mean, it is at home, but you're going to you're gonna feel it. You know, it's going to be a, a game that you walk away from going, oh, we had a game there. Especially if yeah. Munster stays at fullback because he, he really, he lifts them up again, doesn't he? And I think that was a great, I mean, I can't believe the Tigers let Nofaluma go, but they weren't, they weren't giving him a game, but I don't even know if he'll ever go back. Yeah, uh, well, he's under contract. Perfect in that team. Would you value Cooper Johns? This has been me. If it was me, I wouldn't have Meany in a side. I'd have Cooper Johns in the halves with Hughes. I'd have Munster at fullback and Grant at nine. I just think that spine is a lot, to me, more stable than Meany. I'm not a big fan of Meany. Mm. Yeah, I think I Belly, like him on the wing. Yeah, I think Bellyache is a fan yeah. um, of him, and he's you know he's trying to do Nico 2.0. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe it would have worked you know, if there was no Hughes in there. You know, you probably wouldn't risk him being in the halves with another inexperienced half. But with Hughes there, just get Hughes in and let, you know, Meany can just be basic. He can be a basic six, you know, and let Munster do his thing at fullback. Because Hughes, he's no shrinking violet. He wants his hands on the ball and make him the dominant half. Um, if they go out this week and, you know, they look sh- crap, Maybe you need to go with a genuine half because Meany isn't a six. He's not really. A six. No, no. I thought Hawkins looked really good in the Bunnies last week as well. Ooh, yeah. A lot of us spoke highly about Hawkins before the season start, and they brought Ilias in. So I mean, that's handy that the Rabbitohs have that tap and and Hawkins as uh, some depth there in those final positions. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All righty, guys. Well, I'm looking forward to the finals mainly because Supercoach will be over, and I can stop crying about my team. So, um. All righty, guys, that, that wraps everything up for tonight. Um, tune in next week, guys, next Wednesday night, and we'll have another another round up, wrap up. Um, peace out, guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Ados, for coming on, mate. I really appreciate it. No worries. My pleasure. Good to chat with you two gentlemen always on yeah, Super thank you, Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. See you, guys. Peace, guys. I want to win. I want that trophy. I want that trophy. I want that trophy.